Happy New Year? Is it New Year's yet? Yeah, it's New Year's. Wild. <laughs> that sounded very happy. It's it's just it's pretty neutral. It's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay. It is what it is. Yeah, that's fair enough. I feel like New Year's every year just gets more and more neutral than the last. Which is maybe, I guess, better than overwhelmingly bleak and nihilistic. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like it's well on the way there. Yeah. That's it's probably fair. it's a little bit there already. Yeah. Um if you couldn't tell from this uh cheery disposition that we're kicking this episode off, off on. As of recording this, we're still sick. Ooh. So that makes things uh easy, but we wanted to get this out while the movie's still sort of fresh on our mind. Because all we're doing right now is watching movies and there's only so much real estate up in yield brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, before we get into the main movie, uh, I was wondering, is there anything coming up in 2020, like horror-wise or cult film-wise or anything like that, that, that you're pumped for? I have to look at what's coming out. I have no fucking clue, man. <laughs> Just not on not on it? Uh, I'm, not pl- I'm not plugged into to what's happening, which is unusual for me. That's fair, that's fair. I imagine one you'll want to go see will be the uh, next Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Because that'll be coming out this year. And I think, is it this year? Well, I don't fucking know. Whatever it was, that that new streaming service. I don't even remember. Oh, there's a new streaming service? The one that, that, um, that Raimi's producing and... The people behind Cam directed. Oh shit! Red right. Rum. I don't know if it's a t- I can't, I can't remember if it's a TV show and that was their episode or if it's like a series, right? Or what exactly? But I remember seeing. It's that. sort of like a, an anthology horror. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, what it. Okay, and I think cool. it was like an exclusive for a streaming service I've never heard of. Uh, like so I can't even remember the name. Of. Ex- like how many streaming services are we supposed to subscribe right? to? I know we're all just gonna go back to torrenting. <laughs> Yeah, Anyways, like that sounded dope. That way. Um, yeah, probably the new Halloween, I guess. I'll also have to see what it looks like it's about. I might be happy leaving it where it was, but I'll end up seeing it at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something, but I honestly don't remember. Well, I feel like being a new... Or, like, it'll be new to us in 2020 because we're Canadian and we don't get nice things first. Yeah, <laughs> rabid. A rabid, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the that. Canadian movie that didn't come out in Canada... Um, I'll be looking forward to when that finally, uh, actually it's, it's still not coming out specifically in Canada. I think it's just that the people that released it in States are doing a disc so I can just import that. Mm, lucky us. Yeah. Um, and then just sort of catching up on all the festival stuff from 2019 that'll be slowly coming out into 2020. Oh, I, sorry, I just pulled up a list, and it's like, oh yeah, The Grudge, Underwater. Oh, that, yeah, we saw the trailer for Underwater. We and, did. Yeah, it's very gay. We were, we're like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, A Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out, but then ever since we found out that uh, Office Guy's a fed, I don't really, I don't fucking care, whatever. Oh, he's a fed? Yeah, man. He said the CIA is, like, ideologically neutral and we should be really happy. Well, oh, but he's by we, he meant Americans, but he did this, that, whatever, Amazon Prime series where he's, it's, like... Where he plays, like, a fed. Where he's, and yeah, then... and he's going to, like, overthrow the Venezuelan government because that always goes so fucking well when the U.S. installs puppet dictators in South America. And then he's been on, like, a PR stint of, like, oh, yeah, man, the CIA, man, be thankful for them, man. And yeah. They're not political, man. That's gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bill yeah. and Ted. Yep. Bill and Ted. So there are some things coming, is what you're saying. Yeah, out of all those, I'd say from the ones that I've seen, the any sort of ads for the one I'd be most excited about so far would probably be underwater. Yeah. Yeah. You Looks know, like alien a, underwater. Aquatic horror with K Stu looking extremely queer. Extremely gay and fine. What's not to like there? Well, yeah, I mean, you've seen my childhood bedroom. It's still, the walls are blue. It has fish stickers all over it. I have my quilt that is also aquatic themed. It has a big red fish repeated on it that my dad lovingly named Fred the Red and it has stuck. Fred the Red. Fred yeah. the Red. He is my my life, so. I feel like given You the, could say I like aquatic shit. I'd say given the era, I imagine that a, a father figure would use Fred the Red to like try and scare the communism out of their kids. <laughs> Better watch out for Fred the Red. I was born after the wall fell. That's so. true, that's true. <laughs> uh, simpler times. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I know for me, I'm mainly looking forward to the festival flicks mm. that, of 2019 that just like some of them have been Rabbit. released and them haven't. Yeah, Rabbit being one. But uh, that I'll hopefully be getting bigger releases going forward. Stuff like Daniel isn't real and mm. Color Out of Space to name Color a couple. Color Out of Space, right? There's just a couple Spectre Vision titles right there. Oh yeah, just just name dropping here. And then uh, we've been watching some of the movies from 2019. Like that's one thing I, I like about when the new year rolls around is you finally people sort of have their read on what was good mm-hmm. in the past year and all that. Because as it's coming out, it's kind of hard to, like, it's like, okay, no, let's let, them, let's let them sit a little bit and then see if we can revisit them. So, like, we just watched uh, Ready or Not before mm-hmm. recording this. We recently watched Tone Deaf by yes. uh, Ricky Bates Jr. coming back. Um, I'm, I'm always here for a Ricky Bates movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't I'm, have to say that name twice to get me on yeah. board. <laughs> I'm super looking forward to seeing Bliss finally. I've heard nothing yeah. but good things. So that's my big thing for 2020 was Climax as well. this year? It was. We're going to see Climax yeah, looking forward to Climax. Yeah, just the movies that like I didn't get around to, mm-hmm. but that like they've kind of stayed in my mind. So it's like, like, oh yeah, i got to watch that shit. Yeah. Oh, well, end of the decade uh, movies aside and all that, we decided to jump back about 25 years to a <laughs> cult movie that I don't know if it was a cult movie before this year. Like, yeah, it, I'd never even fucking heard of nope. this thing. And then, well, we watched Tammy and the T-Rex, or better known as Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex. <laughs> Is it better known as that? Uh, I don't know. It's The movie itself would have you think More confounding, so. that's for yes. sure. But that's it's a great way of putting it. movie from 94, 94, this teen comedy that's just bonkers weird. And, and it, like, stars relevant people yeah, at the yeah. time. Like, Denise Richards plays Tammy or Tanny, depending, yeah, depending on the version on you're, watching. you're watching. Everyone fucking calls her Tammy. Yeah, there's Paul Walker as the yeah. boyfriend. Um, but what the fuck? Because, first <laughs> off, this movie is very inexplicable in its construction. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. But the reason it got on everyone's radar is that it was recently restored and released by Vinegar Syndrome in an elusive gore cut. Because apparently this movie had all these gore scenes filmed for <laughs> that got cut out to give it a PG-13 rating. Jesus. And it's just... Who is this movie made for? For us. Yeah, like... Not the, I, not the, not the PG-13 I feel like cut. that the person who, who conceived this movie and put it together probably just saw, like, this movie is is not for you. This movie is not for you people now today. This is for people 25 years You don't years get it now, future. but your kids are gonna love it. Exactly. Um, 
what the fuck is there to... How do we even dive into this movie other than it's a teen comedy that involves a fucking T-Rex riding on the coattails of Jurassic Park. It's like, let's get a T-Rex up in the I feel mix. like Jurassic Park rides on the coattails of this movie. Yeah, linear time be when damned. It, yeah, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about cultural impact. <laughs> I love that you suppose that the movie that very clearly made this movie exist... Oh, is its debt of gratitude to this movie. More so that it walked, it stumbled so that Tammy and her T-Rex teen boyfriend could leap. Five-year-old me wants to throw hands right now because Jurassic Park was my favorite fucking I know, movie. and five-year-old me is just, like, really insecure because my mom wouldn't let me watch it and I still haven't seen it. Yeah, so... So... We have to remedy that at Yeah, some we point. really do. Mid-episode recommendation. You need to sit your ass down and watch Jurassic Park. Yes, I do. Um... I really wanted to see it. My mom wouldn't let me. You weren't hardcore enough? I was not. No. Um, so... Let me see Panic Room, either. I want to see that shit when it came out. <laughs> I was a little bit older. I, I feel like one of those movies will be remembered in the analysis of cinema, <laughs> and the other one's called Panic Room. I mean, I don't know. It Like, <laughs> looking back, it may be a very gay movie. It's Jodie Foster oh, and Kristen Stewart. Oh, like, it's Case too. Yeah, as a oh, child. Oh, I saw it when it was new, and, like, you know, so that wasn't a thing that anyone cared about. I'm pretty sure she's in it. Oh, yeah, nobody, nobody fucking knew who she was. It was pre-Twilight, so. Yeah. And also, she was, like, a child. But there's just, like, this, like, so what but you're looking- saying is it's, like queer kinship family bonding survival movie almost now i need to watch it yeah we okay add that to the list (laughs) (laughs) um but tammy the t-rex kicks off with your typical like high school dynamic of Mm. tammy or is it typical it kicks off that way like very (laughs) the first like minute is typical goes off but it starts with Tammy or Tanny, depending on what version you're <laughs> they all, watching. Okay, the written it says Tanny. Everyone calls her Tammy. Yeah, it's... Except her dad. They call- tr- did they just assume that it's like, oh, it's a good thing everyone mumbled their way through their <laughs> lines. We can just change the fucking name of the character in post and we don't have to re-record any dialogue. Must have. I don't um, know. But yeah, it kicks off and we see Tammy as a cheerleader practicing while a song about dinosaurs just rocks out <laughs> in typical 90s fashion. And as this is happening... Paul Walker, her boyfriend, I don't even remember, Michael? Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael. Just walks in, and he's just, like, scoping her out and, like, being a football guy, sitting on the bleachers. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Football. Being a jock. And they just are like, oh, boy, jock and cheerleader, we love each other. And then it goes right off the rails when <laughs> the bullies, who look like a fucking, like, gang from a class of 1984 Return of the Living Dead type <laughs> movie, like, they're, like, one of those... 80s gangs just teleported into the 90s mm-hmm. that walks up and they throw hands but in the form of grabbing each other's dicks <laughs> and it sounds like i'm rushing through this but it's like no the first 30 seconds of the movie is be- after the beginning credits you got dick grabbing yeah and they're like the one grabs the other dude's dick and they're like oh, struggling and so he grabs the other dude's dick and they're in like a dick stalemate yeah they're in like a dick grab 69 it's really weird <laughs> yeah. um, and like the cops come is it the cops yeah the some, cops some norville go- and neville <laughs> come and they're like all right lads break it up okay okay and they're holding them like, okay on the count of three each you have to let go 
Yeah, they count to three and nobody lets go. It's just the most ridiculous thing ever because they're fighting and then the 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 weaselly like gang leader dude grabs the jock dude's dick and he's just like ah and then goes and grabs his dick right back and that is the fight and there's the token okay the token black character is also the token gay character and he's you also get a two like two for one deal and it's so great because because he's he, I love it like he's he's he has like total like diaspora dress going on like he looks yeah. like an African king yeah. Yeah, I remember as soon as he first showed up on the frame, you are just like, who's this guy? I was like, yeah, who's this king? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, I love him already. And then he opens his mouth, and you're like, oh, I do love him. Yeah, he has the most cliche, like, fey, lispy, um, gay boy voice totally. going on. Like, they play it up so hard so in this hard. movie. Um, but and at the course, time, it would have been like, oh, look at this, like, poofter. And now you're just like, oh my god, he's my favorite character. Yeah, he's I want him to be my friend. Character. He's he be my brother. Can friend. I adopt him? And it's just like, he's the protagonist, if you think about it. Really? Um, but he watches and, of course, makes a fun comment. I can't remember exactly what it was, but <laughs> while watching these two white boys grab each other's dicks. <laughs> and uh, they eventually break it up. And the, the one guy is just holding his balls and he's just like, oh man, that really sucked and the jock guy is just standing there like hey it's no big deal and the cop literally just says to him it's like what do you do you have any balls son he's just like i'm wearing a cup and it's like we watched this extended physiological exam like they were checking each other for hernias turning your head and cough kind of thing and the guy didn't notice that he was grabbing a cup like what did he think that this dude's unit was just hard plaster Just a Ken doll. Yeah, he's just a Ken doll down there. Oh, yeah, this this dude's the only dude with a squishy dick. Everybody else is just like... <laughs> that or you assume he was hard as rocks. Like, I don't know. But that, that just raises so many questions. So does this movie. Yes, yeah, this movie it raises It raises a lot of questions in general, so what's a couple more thrown Yeah, in? that's true, that's true. But, like, this is a couple minutes into the movie, <laughs> and I'm already in love with it. Yeah. Because it's just... It's doing familiar tropes. In the weirdest fucking way. It's just like, we know who everyone is from their stock character archetypes. We have this scenario where it's like, no, I used to go with her, and so she's mine. It's like, no way, man, I'm going with her now. She's mine. Let's fight about it. But instead, (laughs) it's just like a greaser gang flung from space, I guess, (laughs) are just like going for the grope. And it's weird. (laughs) Because I always joke with, like, oh, yeah, man, take your dick fencing over here or whatever, bro. You want to get dicks out of measure. And they're literally fucking grabbing each other's dicks. It's literal. Like, it's very literal. They, like, yeah. And, like, respect. I was about to say, it's like, wow, we've been talking about the dicks longer than the actual dick scene, but it's so, it's so long. long. It's like, no, I think the it's dick scene is way longer. longer than it has any right to be. <laughs> but if it was shorter, it would have less impact. Well, exactly. It's... And that's what I mean. This, mo- this movie is so culturally impactful. Yes. Um, and then we get a nice smash cut. <laughs> to a fucking mad scientist in a warehouse. This is after Tammy runs away crying. Yeah, she runs away crying. We get a smash cut to this fucking warehouse where this mad scientist played by Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so, you know, the guy who gave us the greatest performance of the 80s. And I will stand by that because I have never seen better corpse acting than the dude who plays Bernie in yeah. Weekend at Bernie's. That yeah. is solid. Mm-hmm. But he plays this mad scientist with an accent I can't fucking place. Like, I can't quite place what voice they were going for. I know. It's I, I, not I, evil German. Yeah, yeah. They're almost like, he's like, are they going for something, like, kind of, like, Slavic, post-Soviet? Like, yeah. what's going on here? 
we're not sure what to make of it. Maybe I'm thinking that because of Olga. Is that her name? Yeah, Olga is like <laughs> her his uh, assistant lady who wears like the weirdest. Who dresses up as a titty nurse because we gotta She's have a one titty in nurse, this yeah. fucking movie too. And we've got motherfucking children of the corn leader <laughs> in here as the like assistant guy who's just like helping run the computer that controls this dinosaur. Yeah, He's a animatronic who has built dinosaur. a fucking animatronic dinosaur, like the kind of thing you would have seen at museums when I was a kid. And you know, I went to the museum. Well, I think it's so in the credits is straight up like thanks to Ripley's Believe It or Not yeah, Museum. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that when I was uh, not quite a teen. They had like the big dinosaurs exhibit here, and it was just all these animatronic oh, dinosaurs. I and it was just that. it was the shit. It I don't know if I ever went to that, but I remember the commercials. That's I for went sure. Multiple times because they I have was something. They have something somewhere. At least they used to in Alberta, where it was like a dinosaur park type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Drumheller. Like, well, drum, yeah. Fucking Drumheller. Real, yeah. real, real OG dinosaur shit. Yeah, man. Um, but this guy's just built one in California. Like, like I know they've got dinosaurs there, La Brea tar pits and all that stuff, but this isn't pretending like we're trying to reconstruct the dinosaurs. This it's is just a fucking like, T Rex. I built a robot that I want to be able to use to help, like, create. I don't know if he's originally going for AI or, like, body transplants or what, but he's like, I'm going to make a T Rex. Eventually, body ne- transplants. Yeah, but it's never explained no. why he settled on a fucking T Rex. Yeah, because he's he's you in an alternate dimension yeah. universe. If I, act- if I was actually good at science, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what we get is this little nugget of a science experiment that, like, you can just tell is going to go awry, <laughs> and we go right back to the teen drama, and it's once again just the clichéest cliche tropes, like. Let's call up Michael and get him to come over and climb the trellis to sneak in my window so we can make out while, like, my parents are downstairs and all that kind of stuff. And, um, oh no, the bullies have seen him and they're coming to beat his ass kind of thing. And it's just following those typical, like, teen high school movie tropes. But wait. But wait! They (laughs) beat his ass, throw him in the trunk, and then release him in a random wildcat nature preserve? It literally says, like, wild animal park. Yeah, Because that's a normal thing that definitely exists. And so, you know, they let him out of the trunk and he has to survive against the lions and Yeah, there's like, oh, you can just, like, walk home, bud, and don't tell him where he is. And yeah, there's just fucking, like, cheetahs and and bobcats and shit everywhere and, and it's like, like this just added a huge <laughs> layer of expense to the movie for something that's so like all it does for the plot is it just adds money to the budget and like let's throw some big cats in there i'd say it adds some four. wonder too. oh it definitely adds some wonder but it's just <laughs> given that the next thing we see is he's just sort of bandaged up in the hospital after being On, like life support after being mauled by a lion they could have easily done that just by when they hit him with the baseball bat while driving in the car. Totally. You would think that would have he had the same effect. He just effect. had a major traumatic brain injury. It's yeah. fine. But it's like, no, no, we just... Because they do that. They fucking joust his ass with the yeah. baseball bat. And he's fine. <laughs> and so they throw him to the lions, literally. <laughs> and it's just this... Inex- like, this movie is nothing but inexplicable moments. It's absurdity and- distilled, and it is beautiful. But the scientist breaks into the hospital... And like, tells well, because the doctor like doesn't straight doesn't he straight up tell him like, oh yeah, I got this healthy young specimen here who's like possibly brain dead. Mm. So, like, they have something going on there. Yeah, they got they got an exchange going, but they they rock up and he's just smoking in the hospital because you could do that, <laughs> and he tells them all that Michael's dead, yeah. so he can take the body and scoop his fucking brain out. And then we get the first gore scene where it's this really long scene of them carving the top of his head off with like a fucking turkey carver or something like that or like a jigsaw. And this is just one of those things that like this wouldn't have been in the PG-13 cut, but 
what were they thinking? <laughs> like, what were they thinking? We have the most batshit teen comedy going on ever. And then it's just like, let's just have explicit gore where people are getting covered in blood while we're sawing this kid's fucking head off and pulling his brains out. <laughs> and putting it in a T-Rex. And then let's put it in some weird jelly that goes into the T-Rex head. And that's oh the setup. That is the literal setup for this movie where we have a... It turns into your typical high school movie, too, where it's just like, oh, man, they bullied me. I'm going to get revenge, except I'm also a T-Rex. <laughs> a robot T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. That's sentient. So we get these wonderful scenes of, like, dumbass teens at, like, house parties just doing typical teen party things, but a T-Rex watches them pee and just, like, <laughs> kicks their guts out. And makes them think there's an earthquake. Yeah. With all this stomping, and then they just go back to normal, like nothing fucking happened, and only half the people seem to experience it, and yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I love when the main bully is in the car with his girlfriend, <laughs> and they're fucking... And... Well, not his girlfriend, with the, the chick who, who wants to be his girlfriend. Right, right, because right. Because Tammy's his girl. Right, right, the side piece. Mm. Um, but she starts screaming because she sees the T-Rex coming up behind them. Yeah. And he doesn't notice, because he's... You know, like, boning down, yeah. And uh, he just starts going like, am I good? Am I good? Am I that good? I'm good, right? Oh, I'm so good. And he just keeps going like, am I good? While this T-Rex is eating her leg. (laughs) And, like, she's screaming and stuff. And he's just like, oh, man, I'm so good at the fucking. Oh, yeah, I'm king shit of fuck mountain. That's basically where he's at. And If she's screaming in horror, that's clearly a good thing. Yeah, exactly. It means it feels really good. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, she's totally having an orgasm from just like typical penis and vagina sex because that's a thing that and she's screaming bloody murder, and that's definitely an indicator that this is this that this is a good thing that's happening. But the dinosaur kills a bunch of people, <laughs> and it's beautiful, and I'm so here for it. And will... then the dinosaur spares our king. Yeah, he spares our king. Well, first off, the people are running, and then you made me back it up because I missed it. <laughs> the dinosaur, this rubber dinosaur foot sticks out and trips everyone. Trips a bunch of them. <laughs> Just trips these assholes. And uh, the, our king gets knocked over in the pile, and he's just, like, freaking out because there's a T-Rex there. But the yeah. T-Rex picks him up with his little dainty T-Rex arms and dusts off his jacket. Yeah, and they're just like, thanks, man, and then just, like, runs away. Oh, my God. Um... See, it shows that not all jocks are homophobic. No, that's true. He, he's like... Or racist. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk about the homophobia in this yeah, movie. Yeah, this movie's super homophobic, but because it, we're watching it now and we're seeing it ironically, we're like, this is the best thing ever. It, it's more camp than anything. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, there's jokes where they almost drop, like, the F slur mm-hmm. about him and all that stuff. You know, like, cracks, like... Oh, oh, because uh, he's the sheriff's son. Yes. Right? He's just like, oh, sheriff's kid's here. Don't bend down and, like, hey, stuff like don't that. Don't drop soap. <laughs> yeah, just like, typical shitty jokes kind yeah. of thing. But it's weird because his character doesn't seem to be a joke in a lot of ways. Like, he's an important character. Well, yeah, he and Tammy are BFS. Yeah, he's the sidekick through and through. But at the yeah. same time, he's such a mincing cliche yes. of that sidekick. And it's one of those things where it's just like... I have both seen this cliche and seen this person in the flesh, so I don't know how to take this. <laughs> I'm taking it generally well because even though there are the dro- you know jokes dropped throughout at his expense, his character isn't like horribly punished for existing the way he does. That's true. I like that about this. He just yeah. he gets to exist, and yeah, maybe there's some jokes made about him, and he's like made fun of and stuff. But overall, like the people of the movie who you're supposed to be cheering for 
are like they're like yeah he's our friend like yeah. he's just one of us it's fine it's it's the people who are making jokes at his expense or like the dipshit ass cops that you right like, or you're not even supposed to like they're often the ones who do end up getting fucked over themselves exactly like, so it's like so yeah that's a good point so i'd say overall like what it could be compared to what it is it's like mm-hmm. they, they did they're pretty inoffensive here in yeah. the grand scheme of things yeah i think of like other like 90s yeah. movies that feature like the gay best friend how they're either a punching bag mm-hmm. or they just have like meet like a bad bad end exactly and, like, and that doesn't happen yeah so that is a good point yeah um there i mean the t-rex is woke yeah there is also some weird like if you are insecure in your sexuality and you watch this movie it <laughs> might have an effect on you like there are some weird comments and stuff made like, for example, when she walks out of the barn and the cop's just like, oh, she was with the T-Rex all night. It's like, how can you tell? Look at the way she's walking. It's just like... <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't the scientists say that or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's just like... What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And the scientist and his assistant are super horny. They're so horny. And they're just doing horny stuff all the time. Like, when the bodyguard is flattened and he's literally flat on the on the. <laughs> floor and they roll him up like a carpet <laughs> to get him inside it's like well, a great horny cartoon at the same thing. Time. um she just like licks his blood because why not yeah and then they just get real horny with it and it's this is a fucking movie that's all i can really say <laughs> there are layers it. to this movie yeah um there's a lot of like shots of cheesy dinosaur action in this <laughs> Like, I was so into the bad green screens yes. of, like, the little, it looks like a model dinosaur just being, like, moved across by the director. Um, meet that with all the animatronic shots and all that. Like, I think it was to their advantage that they made it a robot dinosaur yes. as opposed to we cloned a dinosaur. Because totally. it moves so robotically. Yeah. Um, and then you don't need to worry about all the, like, special effects bullshit that ages Especially, yeah. like, with the budget this movie would have had. Yeah, because actually it's perfectly contemporary in the fact that it's like, yeah, they built an animatronic T-Rex. Because that is what we're looking... That's yeah. literally what we're looking exactly. at. Exactly. Um, so as, as laughable as the green screen shit is, it's like, well, at least it's not, like, really bad, like, Windows 98 era, like, computer graphics. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, we're not watching, there's something like, timeless about a bad green screen. It's not like the Lawnmower <laughs> Man, which is just, like, the movie that looks like it was made from N64 cutscenes. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like that. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. There's also a really weird striptease in this. Oh, this movie's too horny. Yeah, this movie's really horny. Um, It should be illegal to be that horny. I remember we were watching a flick that we never actually ended up doing an episode for. We we were watching to do a winter sports one, <laughs> and we watched this movie called. Uh, the episode never ended up happening, but because oh, two watched, out of three movies sucks. Yeah, well, we <laughs> watched this movie called see. Shredder, and it's this two thousand era slasher movie, and it's um, it's a movie, but it really leans into the early aughts. Let's be horny. All Constantly. The time and you made this comment while we're watching it about two thirds of the way in when it was one of the many like oh it was the hot be tub horny. I think. yeah it was yeah. the hot tub part you're just you just like say lean over and say it must be exhausting <laughs> to be this horny all the time and it's such a good point because stand by it I I agree completely <laughs> these movies it's just characters constantly like especially when they're not supposed to be like 
just hit their hormonal like teenage energy kind of thing like i know that they're supposed to be teens in some capacity but like we're looking at fucking 20 somethings <laughs> people edging on towards 30 playing yeah, younger play like and they're just so horny all the fucking time and it's like i feel fatigue for them <laughs> yes. kind of thing, where it's just like fuck just read a book or something yeah just, get a like, hobby yeah it's Jesus. just like it's like because i just think of um one of the trauma or sorry one of the symptoms of like post-traumatic stress is hyper arousal but mm-hmm. when they say hyper arousal they mean in terms of like that restlessness that always on alert always on right. edge can't settle down kind of thing anxiety basically yeah. and it, it just a very specific form and that kind of shit is fucking exhausting. Being anxious mm-hmm. all the time chronically or chronically stressed is exhausting. Yeah. This is just, like, another f- form of an extended version of anxiety because you're looking for some kind of tension relief. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so exhausting? It feels like this is a world where Viagra or Cialis don't exist. Or it's just in the water. Or it's in the water because everyone's horny all the time and exactly. they all need to consult a physician because it's been more than four hours. <laughs> like, 100%. Yes. It's it, it's baffling. But it makes for a fucking fun B-movie, <laughs> that's for sure. Where you got all these horny-ass teens running around and one of them's a T-Rex. <laughs> and also a brain. <laughs> They're trying to find. They're going to the morgue, trying to find a new body for him. Because that's how it works. Oh, I love that fucking moment where they're like looking for a new body for him, and the gay dude like finds this like young woman. It's just like, oh, it's so sad. She's so young and beautiful. And he's just like, no, I don't want a woman. He's like, me neither, honey. But you're out of choices here. And so they're like holding dead bodies up to the window for the T Rex who's in the back of the flatbed, flatbed to see, and just be like, hey, you want this corpse? You want this corpse? He's just like, no, no. No, 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 and just trying to do like a T-Rex thumbs down yeah. kind of thing, but, but he's then just they hold up the lady, his... and, and Denise Richards is just like, I said, I don't want a, a, a girlfriend. It's like, hey, he's into it, and the T-Rex is just like hemming and hawing, like, hmm, hmm, and it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, is this movie about to say trans rights? <laughs> <laughs> it like, it like inhaled and was about to say it. Yeah, but then, you know, 1994... They looked at the calendar. I was like, oh, it's 94. Cannot do that. There's also, because that first body they find is that, like, decent-looking young guy. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, the gay best friend, like, I think pulls the cloth down and looks. And is like, oh, honey. And then Tammy's like, no. And he's like, he's perfect. And Tanny's <laughs> t- Tanny. And Tanny's like, not for me, he isn't. No. <laughs> he's like, oh, honey. Like, come on. Give him a chance. There's even, like... Yeah, there's even, like, necro-horniness. Ne- yeah, movie. necro-dick-joke-horniness. Like, this movie is out of control. Very, like... These teens have gone wild. They have. They're very nonchalant about, like, carting around corpses and looking at yeah. their junk. And, these, like... these, are, these teens are the children of the sexual revolution. <laughs> oh, man. Hugh Hefner is, like, parading in his grave spinning around i guess these are the gen xers going to college and you're going to high school and all that stuff so thanks gen x (laughs) (laughs) i'm hoping this movie is widely available because everyone needs to see it Mm -hmm. like uh i got it in the black friday sale for vinegar syndrome um, they even put out a 4K of this one. And it's mandatory viewing. You do not yeah. have an excuse. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's one of those things where... And we're hyping it up. 
this movie had been nothing but hyped up for me. Like, yes. how ridiculous it is, is and how over the top and how nonsensical it is. Like, everything I love about it was hyped to hell for yes. me. Yes. And so I was thinking, oh, there's no way it can live up to exactly. it. Exactly. I'd even heard hype saying, like, you won't think it can live up to it, but it does. And I was like, well, there's no way now. Right. It still fucking does. It still blew yes. away my expectations. Exactly. Because it's so Which bananas. never happens. At least not with contemporary releases, yeah. that's for certain. So... If you're into like batshit cult movies, you can't really get more bad shitty or culty than this. This fucking is not movie. to be missed. Yeah. Oh, Tammy and her teenage T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> you made a point while we we're watching this that this will be a bit of a spoiler for the end credits, but sad face, there is no nineties rap about the movie. I know that I was gonna say, yeah, the only way this movie could have been better would be if they either had the Spice Girls specifically do an original song for Tammy and the T Rex. <laughs> Or one of those, yeah, like this 90s was raps. Were the Spice Girls even a thing that people cared about? Oh, uh, true. I don't remember. Because they could have got, like, Vanilla Ice to do it. There you go. Okay, well, I'm going what matters for me. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, how dare you insinuate that Vanilla Ice matters to me? <laughs> how dare you? I mean, well, he mattered to someone. It didn't have to be you. Uh... He probably mattered to people who are like, I'm a real 90s kid. Vanilla Ice lived and died at the Ninja Rap from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. That is the extent <laughs> of any, like, ground I'll give them. That's, that's fine. I think that's more than fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, give us an original, like, Teen T-Rex rap, and it would be, like, the best piece of cinema ever yes. made. Like, I actually, you know, you know, we always, lo- we always love to revisit that John Waters quote talking about how Faster Pussycat Kill Kill is the best movie ever made and quite possibly better than any movie that ever will be made. Mm-hmm. And Tammy and the T-Rex is the only contender that would maybe seek to disprove that statement that yes. I have encountered as of yet. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think when he said that, um, his crystal ball he was gazing into was a little foggy when it came to Tammy <laughs> and the T-Rex. It was hidden well, by the glow of Jurassic Park. So it's like, oh, it's just more dinosaur stuff, perhaps. right? Perhaps. Didn't see Tammy. But for... I guess he did say he, and possibly better yeah. than any movie that would ever be made. So he knew. So he, he knew he knew it was a possibility. And I don't want to say it's better. That's like for you to decide. But I'm like, it's, it's up there at the very least. Also, that's your homework. Watch both Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill, and Tammy and the T-Rex. Ideal double feature. They're both pretty horny. Yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> For people who just constantly bemoan how, like, exhausting these <laughs> horny characters are, we sure love a lot of horny, horny movies. Yes, we do. That's informing my recommendation, because I don't have any dinosaur movies to recommend. That's re- Unless I'm, like, going to mm. go back to, like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to watch The Land Before Time. Well, I don't remember let's anything get into about it. it. What's your recommendation going to be? I think... I think my recommendation, again, going off of that horniness and absurdity, is probably going to be Terror Vision. Oh, Terror Vision. This seems pretty, so like, horny, so absurd. cue. Yeah, and it's got that same kind of humor. <laughs> yeah, that like sort of absurdity, like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, we didn't discuss our Oh, I guess there's before. a big monster. Yeah, yeah. We could pretend he's a he's T-Rex-like. I, I was curious as to what you were going to recommend. We didn't discuss yeah, we it did, before. We usually do, but, but yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a good one. No, as I was saying that, I was like, okay, this fits better than I thought. I thought I was stretching a little bit, but didn't actually have to stretch that far, so. I'm going to go with inexplicable teen movies that are cult classics in, like, who is this targeted for? Yeah. And I'm recommending Heathers from 1988. (laughs) So dark, so fun. 
very good dark comedy, but it's just one of those things that I know when I saw it, I was just thinking like, how did this movie come to be? <laughs> like, it just, it's a bit of an anomaly. And yes. I love it for that. And that definitely sums up Tammy and the T-Rex, mm-hmm. also known as Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex. Yes. Starring Denise Richards oh, and Paul shit. Walker. Put out by Vinegar Syndrome. God freaking bless. Yep. Absolute king shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's a bit of a shorter one this week, but hey, we're still recovering and it's holiday mode and so whatever. That's all I've really <laughs> got to it. say about that. Over it. Um, we've got some uh, cool ideas lined up going forward and uh, as we short things up, we'll kind of figure out what our release schedule is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Until then, anything else you wanted to add or say? Nothing. Like and subscribe. (laughs) I was going to say nothing beyond take it easy and keep it sleazy. Mm